0: As part of the Smart Energy Challenge, the Coffee Co team sought to find efficient ways to process waste that is sent to landfill. This idea evolved into creating a biofuel or biogas from used coffee grounds. And while they've decided not to go ahead with the project, many thought that this was one of the most exciting stories, especially for Wellington, and hope there is potential for the idea to be carried forward. Two of the Coffee Co crew are... Uh, Here in the studio, Charlie Hanna and Rory Wagner, welcome to B Side Stories on Access Radio.
1: Thank you, great to be here.
0: Great. Can you explain to our listeners what your basic idea was?
2: Well, it kind of started off with me uh, back in November 2014. You, Rory. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I was the. (laughs) the, I saw the vision for it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. No, I had the um, idea back in November, I was barista with Zach at at the time um, at a coffee shop up at uni. Right. And at the end of each day we'd be throwing out a bucket of uh, used grinds from everyone's coffee and it kind of struck me one day, what could we possibly do with this use? so kind of started researching into that and I actually started going down a kind of a business path line where I wanted to get in touch with an innovator or acceleration right. kind of service within Wellington which we have quite a few but the smart energy challenge kind of popped up mm. and that's where I met Charlie
0: And so Rory just going back what is your what is your own career background at this point
2: I'm a commerce student um, doing information systems management, right? But I also work at a small um, startup on Lampton uh, called IT Solved. Nice. And uh, they're a cloud application um, integrator, but it's a whole kettle of fish. It's a whole yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll put my question marks down. So, Charlie, what about you? How did you become interested in the Smart Energy Challenge?
1: I've been working in local government as a policy advisor for the last few years, and that's given me exposure to a sort of a whole range of different different projects across economy and environment. I knew that the Smart Energy Challenge happened last year because right. I had a couple of friends who participated in it. Um, so I kept I kept an eye on the web, um, went along to the launch event of the challenge, um, where a lot of us sort of saw each other and um, yeah connected with with Rory and our other teammate Zach at a later point over a coffee just down below here at Milk Crate, actually.
0: Here yeah. we go. Life's always about full circles, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> you could kind of see this waste, yeah. Rory. And there was a, a statistic quoted the other night, like what kind of coffee grinds does Wellington actually go through? A, uh. a, what was it, a week or a, a day? Well, or? we
2: didn't quite... I mean, it's, it would be kind of easy to do with a little calculator. I couldn't do it in my head. But from the 30... Um, cafes that people's coffee um, were distributing grinds to. Right. They were on average producing over a ton of grinds a week. So that's just thirty coffee shops. That's one mm. one arm of the coffee industry in Wellington.
0: It is nuts. So it's
2: crazy. There's definitely precedence. Well, from that kind of you know calculation, that we possibly could do something with them.
0: Mm. One okay. So let's just clarify about one ton of coffee per week just from the cafes that. People supply.
2: Yeah, correct. It's exciting. <laughs> yeah.
0: So it's not waste, really, is it? It's a resource. It's <laughs> so,
2: an yeah. yeah. underutilized resource. Yeah. At the moment. Mm. Yeah.
0: So you managed to actually hook up with people's. So they were they were keen to to come on board. What what was in it for them as a business? That it was something that they were interested in.
1: I guess um I guess people's um uh, already are a uh, sustainable coffee. Uh, producer and supplier, roaster and supplier, um, and they wanted they sort of saw um, maybe a benefit in linking up with us um, to to accentuate or or, or um, develop that that sustainable image. Um, for example, I think they get their grinds uh, in a fair trade manner from um, local producers in Africa and South America and. Right. Um, yeah. So they saw um, the potential for the grinds to, to be used in some way as, as complementing their sustainable mm. green they were, image.
0: They're already awesome story. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> because I'm not the kind of person that sits around thinking how we can make coffee into gas or fuel. Is there? Can you explain the basic idea behind it how that could work?
2: How the coffee could be produced into a gas? Yes, yeah. Well, the coffee I mean, grinds. There yeah. are a couple of... It doesn't just have to be a gas. Um, through the project we explored uh, earlier on, the possibility of producing a biodiesel, which right. on the whole was actually a, a lot more exciting as a potential use in Wellington. But the gas seemed more feasible and viable through the project right. with our time frame and that- technical
1: know-how. Yeah, that's right. The, um, the biodiesel seemed to be like... Seem to require a large scale kind of commercial setup. It's been done in London, but it's a guy that um, yeah, has a uh, serious sort of factory or plant where he right. converts the grinds into, um, into a biofuel. Mm. So, so we kind of narrowed down to the biogas um, after we learnt that mm. and kind of basic research showed that a biogas could be produced in a backyard right. kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so through a digester, which was
2: how we presented it the other night, if you did yeah. It, Um Yeah, so it is pretty simple. It can be done in a backyard. I think I mentioned that I reckon it might be more viable people actually implementing their own biodigesters in their backyard and piping it through to a gas hob. Right. Obviously, you'd need to f- um, have some kind of technical know-how or like know someone which has done it before. Right. But... Yeah, I think it's a really interesting idea. People could possibly utilise that.
0: Yeah, that waste. Uh, and the funny thing is, don't you think that as soon as there was some kind of, um, I don't want to say a disaster, but something that forced immediate change, do you think ideas like these would pof- possibly accelerate rather quickly?
1: Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if, we're you know, put if we put in a, we need a gas, really. Definitely.
0: Qu- yeah. You exactly. know,
1: <laughs> yeah. If. <laughs> if, if um, boom, all the all the oil and petrol that comes from it ran out We'd be overnight. in some strife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those with biodigesters would flourish. Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. So was it during this uh, process that you discovered that there was someone that was making biofuel in London? Because I find that pretty exciting. Yeah. Yeah. This,
2: was pr- this was actually where the idea kind of blossomed from, <laughs> to put it. Um, so BioBean are a London company, And they essentially had this idea of using their um, grinds from around London to actually power London as a city. Wow. So Mm. this was really cool, and this is what kind of got me ticking.
0: we could actually power Wellington through our coffee consumption.
2: Possibly, but it needs (laughs) the the support. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Okay. But there is a way.
2: Yes.
1: Yep. Wow. And where there's a will.
0: Yep. Yep, and some cash. <laughs> was, that, hey,
1: was that powering? Were they powering London like they could power? Yeah, its lights and its and its so and its and its energy, or was it looking more at the transport of London and the bus network and stuff?
2: So, this company in London had kind of two facets to their business: was c- well collecting um, the grinds from around London, yeah, taking them to their large processing plant, which they were creating biodiesel. So it's a couple of chemical processes to do that. And essentially, at the end of it, you get three byproducts. You have biodiesel, which right. will be what would go into engine certified for biodiesel. Um, that's another story on the side. And glycerin, which is a common pharmaceutical chem- yes. uh, product used in, oh, well, lollies can be used in anything really. Um, and then there is the biomass, which is actually all the dried coffee grinds, right. which now no longer have any oil in them, so they're just an organic material, which can then be put into pellets and they can be burnt with little to none, um, because it's quite a clean burn, Right, uh, combustion comes off. So, yeah. so
0: as in a fuel for burning? Yeah, yeah. so that wow. could in
2: turn could power a turbine to create electricity or it could be done for heating. And then of course the biodiesel would um, be sold to the London Transport System. Yeah, Thus making all the biodiesel buses. So, oh, wow. yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So he, he, yeah, yeah. he really kind of nailed down three different sectors. Yeah. In, well, one sector, but three different areas of and,
0: one. And all we'd have to do is drink more coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Make it mandatory uh, to yeah, have a yeah, coffee a yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, so um, trying to contain my excitement, why was it that you, in the end, you decided you couldn't go through with the project
2: well, like we said, do you want to carry on for this? We were looking at the biodiesel
1: earlier, but... So we went from biodiesel to biogas, and that required a, a biodigester, which required some technical know-how, and we were provided several contacts for that. Right. Um, but seemingly um, building one or, or learning about how one, one worked would take quite a bit of time and the smart energy challenge was just six weeks in duration right yeah also the smart energy challenge was designed around the idea to um to crowdfund yes um, and be match funded by Wellington city council which is a great opportunity but I guess we didn't feel that we were we were had enough of a proposition to crowdfund and I guess we' as a team we wouldn't want to go out for money to go out to friends and family for money um, when we we didn't quite feel that we were we had drilled down a collection system of coffee grinds from cafes and and neither had we had we um, firmed up the biodigestion process yeah yeah. so it needs it needs more time and it needs um, it needs more commitment from um, those that are willing to give Mm. give the time Mm. Would definitely. be would be a bit of a bit of thinking. Rory might have some other stuff to add. Yeah, definitely.
2: I mean, that was essentially the problem. I mean, through the smart energy
1: challenge, we
2: uh, we formed our team, but the problem with our team was that it was all one sided, as in right. we were all business based, essentially right without
0: the technical. Yeah, yep. I mean,
2: there's only so much you can read without. <laughs> yeah. uh, you need a bit of hands on <laughs> to really kind of get that kind of grasp in your head of what's going on, but. Um, it might have been possible with a little extra time. We may have been able to find someone, but unfortunately this round, it didn't quite come off. But uh, I wouldn't put an end to it, though.
0: No, me neither. That's why I wanted to talk to you today. <laughs> I think it's uh, you know, a great possibility. Rory, it takes a certain kind of person to want to go for something like this. Do you have a vision or a greater vision for Wellington or something that's driving you to pursue?
2: Oh, there's so many different things i Yeah, I've thought about it a lot before. Wellington could be a really cool city, quite pivotal, I reckon. Um, But it just needs to have that kind of boost of um, support, which Mm. it definitely does have, but um, it's going to take a while, obviously. But I mean, I could see Wellington CBD being car-free and bikes-only pedestrian area in maybe 10, 20 years, which would be a dream come true. And then also, if we're running off coffee as well, <laughs> <so bad. laughs> That's even better as well. But, yeah, no, there's so many possibilities, Wellington.
0: Though. I always say there are some things I wouldn't mind going to the grave for, but that vision sounds pretty good. What about you, Charlie?
1: Yeah, I've, I've got that um, the keen interest in sustainability, and, um, yeah, Wellington seems like a great prototype city for, mm. for these kind of ventures. And that it's small, so things can be done here and then scaled up to other places. My vision for Wellington would would include uh, a recycled coffee scheme, great, um, among other things. And I think you know some of the other teams are on the way to uh, creating that utopia through <laughs> through such such ideas as the electric bike tours yes. and the um, and the electric car share scheme.
0: Great. Well, um, when you guys sort that coffee grinds into biofuel or gas next time, these cheers are waiting for you. Thank you so much for coming in today, Charlie and Rory.
1: Thank you so much for having us. (laughs) Nice. Thanks. Thanks very much, Laurie.